You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Good morning, and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I am Phil Zapeda here with my colleague, Katie Breedeman. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Phil. We are so glad to have uh, this opportunity each week with all of you to talk about the ways in which Catholic Charities is putting faith into action throughout Cook and Lake Counties, witnessing a message of mercy and hope to anyone, anyone in need. Uh, you can find The Voice of Charity each Tuesday at 8.30 here on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. in Chicago, and on our live stream on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. So today, we're getting a, a special preview on one of the most uplifting events that Catholic Charities uh, puts on the calendar every summer. It is the annual achievement celebration for all of the participants in our Family Self-Sufficiency Program. So for those of you that are not familiar with it, our Family Self-Sufficiency Program helps low-income single parents with case management and employment services for up to five years as they work towards greater stability and improve their own quality of life. It really is a wonderful program, Phil, and here to discuss it today are Patricia Fuller, who is the Family Self-Sufficiency Supervisor, along with Heather Stewart, who is a Program Case Manager, and Ashley Reynolds, one of the program participants. Welcome, Patty, Heather, and Ashley. Morning. Thank you. Hey, good, good morning. Good morning to all of you, and we're, we're thrilled that this, this trio has joined us for the Voice of Charity this morning. So thanks so much. Uh, there's three of you, so we'll be really uh, really diplomatic and deliberate in, in directing the questions to each of you so you know who's on. So, Patty, we're going to start with you. So uh, help remind our audience about the goals, the goals of the Family Self-Sufficiency Program, or FSS, as it's known in the community. So take it away. Tell us about the goals of the program. Great. Thanks, Phil. So the goal of the program is to empower our single parent families to overcome obstacles in becoming and or maintaining their self-sufficiency. Earning a living wage is key to this. So there's a lot of focus on employment and or education growth. And all of our services are provided in both English and Spanish. It's it's really a, quite a fascinating program that that I've grown you know very very fond of, and it's been in place for quite some time. What's what's the history of the program? So since 1984, the Catholic Charities Archdiocese of Chicago in Lake County have had this program. It's very unique in that it does combine efforts of social workers, case managers and employment case managers to fully support each one of our program participants. For this reason, it's been recognized nationally, and we have hosted many programs from across the country over the years to learn how to replicate our program. Yeah, it's 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 truly remarkable. We're going to talk m more about what's what's coming up uh, this this particular weekend. Tell us tell us more about the, the participants. Is it is it both men and women that participate as single parents? Yes, we serve both, both single fathers and single mothers. Same format for both. 
we find it valuable to have all of our participants together for services right. and specific individual needs would be identified and addressed when required. But we try as much as possible to bring everybody together as a group. Beautiful. And Patty, can you share a little bit in greater detail about what the requirements are to be accepted into the program? Sure. So you do need to be a single head of household. You do need to have stable housing. And our program serves only individuals who reside in Lake County, Illinois, so north of North Chicagoland. And again, the focus is really on creating an income stream and providing that self-sufficiency. So there is a big commitment to um, becoming self-sufficient, which would require individuals being willing and able to work. I know that the participants in this program, actually, we so look forward to hearing uh, your experience, but I know they work incredibly hard uh, to, to accept, uh, set those goals and then achieve them over the course of one, two, or, or up to five years. You know, I, I know that distinction between uh, single parents and, and head of household is an important one as well, right? Because sometimes you have grandparents raising children, correct, Patty? Yeah, very much. I mean, it, it's actually right now that is one of the populations for our program that we are seeing grow the most. We um, the program was built around single parents, but the recognition in the community that there are a lot more grandparents raising grandkids right now. It's always been set up to support a single head of household, but we started to adapt our language a little bit as we do outreach in the community to reflect this better so that we can be more inclusive of anyone in need in in uh, the community we have we have adults who uh, these grandparents who have retired and are now raising grandkids and maybe financially that wasn't their plan initially so they need support they need resources and so we really don't want to feel make anyone feel that they can't be served by our program. And what a blessing those grandparents are in the lives of those children. Um, so Heather, you know, as I said, uh, we so look forward to hearing Ashley's experience. But can you tell us in general how many participants there are in the program this year? So we have um, 130 families at any given time. And while the program is targeted towards single head of household, we have found that children in the family also benefit. Um, they're on honor roll, they're completing high school, going to college, uh, after seeing their parents working so hard to succeed. That's a super wonderful image, right? That, that the, the children in the household are seeing their parents strive for great goals and that they want to do the same. Um, can you also explain, Heather, a little bit about how case managers help the participants establish their goals and achieve them? Yes, so we provide housing advocacy, child care referrals, emergency financial resources, uh, money management counseling, and treatment planning, and also goal setting. And uh, part of participating in this program is, is attending monthly meetings, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. And then can you talk to us a little bit about the, what the employment specialists do? Because I know, um, as we said at the top of the show, this program is unique because you've got social workers assisting the participants, but also employee specialists as well. well what are their fortes? What do they help the participants do? Um, job readiness and um, skills assessments, interviewing techniques, uh, resume building, um, going over like workplace expectations, job placement, job coaching and retention services, um, transportation assistance for those active uh, participants that need 
to get to those employment services. Very uplifting, isn't it, Phil? It, it is. It's tremendous. And y- you have this 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 wonderful celebration that's coming up this weekend. So Heather, you and you and Patty are planning for this upcoming 2023 Family Self Sufficiency Achievement Celebration uh, this coming Saturday, June 10th. Um, tell us about that, and what are some of the milestones that you're acknowledging this year? So we have um, some of our participants have gotten food and safety sanitation certificates, um, a communications analyst promotion, a Microsoft Office and basic IT certifications, uh, COVID sanitation and heavy machinery uh, certifications, the PERC card, uh, an Institute of Religion graduation diploma, and new Born care specialist certificate and a nonprofit startup. So, uh, Heather, what are, what are the requirements for graduating? For they're, they're on this five year journey, right? And so they're 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 coming to this point of, of conclusion in the program. Um, what what are those criteria that you say? All right, this part, this individual is now set to, you know, transition out of the program. So uh, obviously they've met their five years. And then, um, so what we require them at closing would be uh, to verify housing stability, um, employment stability, and then financial stability as well. So, and I believe it's it's a difference between the people that are graduating from the program and then people that are celebrating milestones. So I, I wanna make sure that, that I understand that correctly. So how many, how many candidates or participants do you have in each of those cat- categories? So how many are graduating from the program and then how many are celebrating milestones? So we have eight graduates in the program for this past fiscal year. And then we have eight milestones and achievements that were reported. Wonderful. It's 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 truly wonderful, and I and I imagine it's it's such a uh, 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 this 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 point in time for these program participants to to celebrate this achievement. We're going to hear from Ashley. We're going to take a break shortly. Um, we're gonna uh, we and we want to hear from you, Ashley, about your own experience. But the 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 families and friends that that come to this ceremony as well to just see the 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 pride and the support and this accompaniment. That's just so emblematic of of this Catholic charity spirit and essence in our organizational values. It's truly tremendous, and I think it's one of those programs where it truly surfaces and comes to light in the way that we we help these individuals in leading their households and moving on to this tremendous um, a, a tremendous quality of life and and um, you know celebration of their self sufficiency. Ashley, if you'll hold on, we're going to take a break um, right now, and we're talking about the Family Self Sufficiency Program. You're listening to the Voice of Charity on WNDZ and Catholic Chicago. We'll be right back. For more than 20 years, 
Catholic Charities Adult Protective Services has been advocating for seniors who are the victims of abuse, neglect, confinement, or financial exploitation. With our partners at local, city, and state agencies, our trained case managers follow through on every concern that is brought to our attention in a cooperative way to ensure that our seniors are safe and protected. According to the Illinois Department on Aging, last year nearly 21,000 cases of elder abuse were reported in Illinois. Of these, only 5% were reported by seniors themselves. So raising awareness is an important part of this issue. If you are concerned about a senior you know, call 800-252-8966. That's 800-252-8966. With your help, we can stop elder abuse and look out for the seniors in our lives. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Phil Zepeda here with my colleague Katie Breedeman. You are listening to a wonderful show and we're talking to three wonderful people talking about the Family Self-Sufficiency Program at Catholic Charities. Joining us are Patricia Fuller, the Family Self-Sufficiency Program Supervisor, along with Heather Stewart, a program case manager, and one of the participants from the program, Ashley Reynolds. Um, we are, uh, again, thrilled to have you all with us. Ashley, let's let's welcome you to the show, and thank you so much for, for joining us this morning. So uh, share your experiences with the, with the Family Self-Sufficiency Program. Tell us, you know, when you started to participate and what your initial goals were. I started back in 2015, November of 2015. And at the time when I started the initiative for a lot of us to join because I was in low income housing was you build an escrow. So it's like, oh, well, five years, you build an escrow. You know, at the end of your five years, you'll receive a check for it. And it's like, you can utilize it for putting a down payment on a house or you can utilize it for different resources. And when I decided to move, I had lost the ability to utilize and continue to have the escrow. But I continued in the program because they did help with a lot of resources because my family transitioning from one setting of a household to a new one, I needed guidance. I wasn't able to just like, okay, I need to, because low income, it's like you could either pay zero to market rent. Now I have to pay market rent. How do I budget to pay market rent? How do I make sure that I have all the resources when I move in? Right. And from the beginning of the program, that was a big thing for me was making sure I was able to be helped. 
That's that's tremendous, and that's it's profound. And you you know, it's it's just a reminder that none of us can can or should be taking that for granted. Tell us tell us about your family. You know, how many children do you have? What are their ages? I have two children of my own, which are my daughter, who's 12, my son, who's eight, and then I also have a bonus son, who is 14. What, what do they think about their mom going through the program? My kids have been around since, like, it started with my daughter, and now my son is involved, and they're like, Mom, when are you going to be out this program? We <laughs> Like, you've been here for so long. It's like, yeah, and look where we came from. We went from living in a low-income apartment that had no space to now that we're in a three-bedroom house. Great. I think it's it wonderful. helped. Yeah, that it's is wonderful. great. And forgive my laughter. It was it was from a point of joy. I I, I appreciate that having a, a child of my own. How did you hear about the program in the first place? What what brought it to light for you? I was living in Waukegan Housing Authority in their low income apartments, and they had a liaison who was working with the family self sufficiency program. And at this time, I had. My old case manager, she had, you know, made the connection with them. And when I started, I was like, am I really going to gain anything out of this? Just somebody to manage my money and manage my what I, my movements. So it did make me uncomfortable for a while because I'm like, why do I need to call in every month? Why do I need to go through these bowls every three months? Why do I have to do all these things? But it made sense because it gave me a structure for me to be like, you know what, I want to get my food and sanitation. So what do I need to do to go down and get to that course to be able to get my food and sanitation? So they it pretty those every three month meetings is like, okay, it's guiding you in the direction that you need to go in. Because right. if you steer away from it, it's like, hey, so do you feel you achieved this goal by making? You said you wanted food and handlers. Now you have it. You feel you achieved it, and you feel you want the right path to achieve it. So you know, it it sounds to me like for 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 you, and so for so many of the participants, that it's really a, a, a leap of faith that you've got to you have you have some of the uh, answers to the questions that you have, but in in many cases, as you've just kind of explained, you're a little uncertain about well, why is this happening? And then just putting your trust and faith in the system that it works and that that bond with your 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 case management uh, lead is is really going to make this work. That's tremendous, but it's really it's really based on a lot of trust. Yep. And and uh, Ashley, it really is such a pleasure to meet you. I just think your your story is one of courage and resiliency, uh, and and we admire your fortitude and your and your persistence in, in achieving these goals very much. Um, I'm wondering if there's any moments during um, the last five years where you hit a specially happy milestone or a special moment during the during one of the sessions that you've attended where you said, "Gosh, I'm really turning things around. I really see uh, the the light at the end of the tunnel in terms of being self sufficient." I would say when I was looking through the pictures that you guys were showing and it was of all the different families who were at the last achievement celebration. And I was a part of that celebration and there's me. Yeah, there they are. <laughs> oh, beautiful family. Look at that. Beautiful family. So when I had started in the program, you know, I was always about food service, food service, food service. 
and my employment specialist had made the point of, is there something that you, you know, where can you grow at? And when she had mentioned to me about the becoming a security officer, I was like, oh, well, I mean, do I want to walk around and, and look like a cop, but I'm really not, you know, there's always those stigmas. But in that time frame of her helping me to receive my perk card, I was able to get in the program, get into the program, learn how to be an unarmed security officer, and now I have advanced from an unarmed security officer to a communication analyst. Wow, what an achievement! Truly, that's fantastic. Um, and would you say, you know, looking at back at the program now, is there one aspect of the family self sufficiency program that was especially helpful to you, Ashley? The every month checking in with my case manager. Keeping up with it. That case, yeah, that check-in. Yep, that makes a lot of sense because it just, it keeps you on your path. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Patty, you know, Ashley heard about the, the family self-sufficiency program through the, the Waukegan Housing Authority. How, how do other single parents hear about the program? And what's, what's your most successful amplifier, if you will, on getting the word out about the availability of this program? So we do continue to get referrals from the housing authorities, both Waukegan and North Chicago housing authorities. Um, We also are connected with many other agencies in Lake County schools as well. So we have kind of a direct source, you know, with with schools for because they know the families and that's where our families are. Um, And also internally in Catholic Charities, other programs here in Lake County, we have most recently been receiving a lot of referrals from our other programs here in in Lake County. So that's a big help to us as well. And Heather, you know, we talked about how single parents uh, have uh, so many uh, barriers, so many obstacles to self-sufficiency. Ashley mentioned some of the ways, especially those uh, monthly meetings that have been helpful to her. But what are some of the other ways that you and your team help single parents address these significant obstacles uh, to their self-sufficiency? So these monthly meetings that we provide also or include speakers focusing on uh, motivational topics, life skills, parenting, helping for children, good habits for school, budgeting, eating, and preventative health care for children as well, uh, improving credit scores, social activities, sharing of ideas and and experiences and strengths. Uh, The goal is to empower um, our single parents as they work toward their self-sufficiency. And and the children participate uh, in some of these classes and seminars as well, correct? Yes, definitely. They are engaged in a variety of age-appropriate activities. I'm guessing that uh, the pandemic, you know, there were so many programs at Catholic Charities that were helped during the pandemic because people got more used to doing, you know, online Zoom sessions. Was that the case with this program as well? Yes. Yeah. I can see that being a real help because, you know, everybody can just tune in and watch a seminar together as a family. So, Heather, I recognize that some of the single parents may have not have finished school uh, themselves. How, how are they supported so that they can achieve their, their education goals? So we can help them obtain their GED and continue to set those goals. Mm-hmm. And after that, for certifications and then college and advance their degrees and any vocational training as well. 
And before we run out of time, um, Patty, can you please share maybe some of the ways that volunteers could help and, and it help in this program and what the best contact information for them is uh, to reach out to assist? Sure, sure. So we do have many volunteer opportunities. Um, again, at our special events that we do, this upcoming achievement celebration on Saturday would be one of those types of events. We also host a holiday party for our families in December. Um, we pre 2020, we were doing a summer picnic. Uh, we're not doing that this year just because um, of program situation uh, in our staff right now. So we don't really have enough staff to turn around and put that picnic together back in August. But we have a lot of those big special events. We have presenters come in to do our monthly meetings. So if you have a certain skill that you want to come in and share with our participants, we do that. We have office work um, that can, you know, we can get help with as well mentoring our program participants. So all kinds of opportunities for that. And really the best way is to reach out to me, which is 847-782-4145. That's my direct line here in Waukegan. And you can reach out to me as program supervisor and I can get you hooked up with some additional services for volunteering. That's that's wonderful. And thank you, Patty. And you can find out more information on catholiccharities.net as well too. So Patty and Heather, Thank you so much for joining us, and Ashley, for your beautiful testimonial. We appreciate your your candor and your uh, and, and joining us today. It's really inspiring to hear how each uh, each year the family self sufficiency program is just helping families achieve goals with with really concrete results, right, um, for themselves. So congratulations to everyone that's participating uh, this year and and those achievements coming up on Saturday, June tenth. Um, Ashley, can we just ask you real quickly if there's anybody in our audience who might be considering joining this program, do you have any advice for them? Don't miss your opportunity. Because when that program fills up, it fills up quickly. <laughs> you will miss out on a great opportunity to get yourself to where you and your family can be happy. Boy, that's wonderful advice. Thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your personal perspective. Also, thank you, Patty and Heather, for joining us. As Phil said, we really admire all of you uh, and, and you especially, Ashley, for your courage. And, and we're so happy for you and your family. Congratulations and, and all the best to you and your family and all the future holds for you. Thank you all for being here today. And uh, we thank, invite thank you back. You. Thank you. And we invite all of you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman with Phil Zapata. And we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.